كان Welcome along to episode 15 of Dead's Not Punk. My name's Ewan Grant and I'm here with... Stuart, hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, here we are again. It doesn't seem that long ago since we did the last one with uh, the wonderful Ian Glasper from Flux of Pink Indians. But we have a guest tonight as well, yeah, we're gonna, which we will yeah. introduce shortly. But in the usual tradition of Dead's Not Punk, uh, we will start with... A bit of housekeeping via our social media. We're on Threads, by the way, which is the same as... Threads is the same as Twitter. It's Mark Zuckerberg's thing that uh, is competing with Elon Musk. And uh, it looks very similar to Twitter. It's Des Not Punk Podcast on uh, on Threads. So if you could follow us on that, that would be amazing. Um, Shout-outs to... On the last one, we had Lydia Lynch, an ex-in from the band X... Um, K-Rock God, who just followed us a couple of weeks ago, uh, came back with Lydia and uh, was away to, to listen to the Lydia Lunch album, so I hope you enjoy that. The other competition this week we had was something old, something new, something I couldn't be bothered with and I couldn't be bothered finding something blue. So it was two bands I was looking for. The something old was Discharge. So for those that got Discharge, well done. And the something new was our favourite new band at the moment, Benefits from the Northeast. So, um, Benefits, I'll also give a shout out to Kingsley coming on the show in the next couple of weeks as well. They've got a show in London at Oslo on the 19th of October with two absolutely amazing new bands that you should check out. A band from Wales called Minas and a band called Big Special. If you go on to Spotify now, there's a couple of tracks by Big Special on Spotify. Go and listen to them, give them a listen. Benefits 19th of October. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, we, have a, we, we, we had a, a message from a listener in, uh, in LA who thought uh, Discharge were Mick Hucknell and um, Benefits was Phil from EastEnders. <laughs> Is that a serious? That was a serious <laughs> one. So, Stuart, get your act together. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, from the amount of people we get from around the world, special mention to Martin, who's banned the Glycerines, have just finished a tour of Australia with Australia's answer to the Ramones, the Hardons. Um, and uh, finally, GM Perry was the only person, I believe, that got the picture of Althea and Donna. Yeah, nice. Uptown top yeah. ranking that we put on. So I did try to make the competitions a bit easier, and I hope you got them. I hope you enjoyed them. Finally, Dead's Not Punk. We can't start without somebody who died. Well, the only thing I can think of that died was the death of the integrity of the British Isles yeah, this week. exactly. Just on the general shitness of stuff that's please, been happening. Please, please, please yeah. follow the Liverpool way. Do not buy the sun. Yeah, that's it. Bit please of do not buy the sun. Yeah. The death that I was going to mention was Alan Humphreys. Do you remember him? I do, yeah. He was on Grange Hill. Yeah. Died yeah. at the age of 60. Wow. Pretty well, sad, not, pretty yeah, sad. Therefore, by the grace of someone special, go I. There I've got are. a couple of mentions just quickly before we introduce yeah. our very special guest. First of all, big shout out to my sister, Louise, 
who it was my birthday yesterday, and she bought me a pair of socks. But she's had them made, Dead's Not Punk socks made. <laughs> so, bloody great piece of merchandise. Absolutely thrilled with those. And also another shout out to Mr. Gordon of King Edward's School in Bath, who started listening to us. Um, big shout out to you, Mr. Gordon, the photography and the video whatnot teacher at King Edward's School in Bath. Thanks for listening. Really great to hear from you. Right. Without it's, further it's, ado. It's really fun. You know, that we set this up as something, as a bit of fun, and we get these people, that, you know, from all over the world, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, who message us and are listening to us, and it's just a, a great platform for, you know, for yeah. us and for the people that listen. You'd so. think these people had something better to do, wouldn't you? <laughs> right, so, without further ado, we're going to introduce our very, very special guest, which is Jenny Russell-Smith from the, the founder, should I say, of the Rebellion Festival, the world-famous Rebellion Festival uh, in Blackpool. Um, so, Jenny, welcome to Dead's Not Punk. It's brilliant to have you on. Hello, thank you for having me. It's amazing to be on. Great. Um, there is so much stuff that we want. Uh, well, look, first of all, before we, um, before we get too far into it, we should probably just... Give us a bit of a historical background of how you set it up and uh, how it came about. Okay, well, it came about, we did um, an Ordea in um, Bath Pavilion with Stiff Little Fingers headlining. And it ran, I think it was like 12 till 11 or 12 till 10, whenever, whatever time it finished. And at the end of the day, we'd had a really brilliant day, but myself and Darren had run around like blue-ass flies, <laughs> and we didn't see anybody. Right. We literally saw nobody, no bands, no friends, no nothing, and it was like, great. So everybody had a brilliant time. We had a brilliant time, but it was mental. And Dad said to me, we need to do it over a whole weekend right. so that we actually get to see people. And my first reaction was like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, that long story short, he talked me around. Um, he rang Brighton Pavilion and said, do you fancy having a punk weekend? And they said, um, no, and don't ever call us again. Right. <laughs> so I said to him, um, there must be somewhere like Blackpool must have somewhere. And he said, yeah, I think there's a place called the Winter Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um and the very next week, we hot-footed it up to, to Blackpool. And um, I set foot in the Empress Ballroom and was just like, yeah, this is the place. This is... It's a perfect venue. with has got to be home. Yeah, with the amount of rooms. That, oh, uh, I off. mean, it, the whole place just never ceases to amaze me. Mm-hmm. Every time I go up there, I find something new and wondrous. Um, they've just in the Empress Ballroom uncovered some of the original tiling that led through to, oh gosh. So it's really complicated because where their main box office is on Church Street, just to the side of that was actually the um, the entrance to the Empress Ballroom. And you walked through um, the Italian Gardens, which is now the Olympia, to get to the Empress Ballroom, so and, and coaches would actually drive through this this entrance. So they've uncovered some original Dalton tiles that were part oh. of of this kind of entrance to the the where the coaches would be. 
Um, and the ballroom itself has the largest collection of Dalton tiles in the world. Wow. I mean, it is an so, amazing historical, yeah. historical building. I mean, I... Oh, Brighton's lost Blackpool's gain. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. Brighton's lost Blackpool's absolutely. gain. Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, you know, having it in Blackpool, which is right in the middle of the country, attracts people from the north, the east, the west, and the south to go to it, you know, whereas in Brighton, it would, yeah. you know, it would have been very southern-based. So, no, no, really good. It would. It, it would bit, have. It was originally called Holidays in the Sun. It was, yes. And then why did you I change think, it? Uh, it was probably the first thing that Daz came up with. <laughs> <laughs> first name, like, oh, let's call it Holidays in the Sun. Um we changed it in 2003. We, we felt that Holidays in the Sun was holding us back um, yeah. and that people were seeing us as a real retro festival. Mm. So we changed it to Wasted in 2003. And that was even worse. Nobody wanted to know us. And to be fair, we, you know, most of the crew were probably wasted in those days. But, yeah, so that only lasted three years until 2006. Right. Um when then um, the name Rebellion came about and, yeah, and it's stuck and we love it. And mm. No, yeah, and I've, no, I've, noticed, I've noticed over the years the progression into, especially over the last few years, of the new artists that you're trying to bring through, which is really appealing to any scene to keep that scene alive because... Uh, you know, there's no money. Absolutely. There's no money coming for those type of bands from from major record labels. It's it's got to you know, it's got to be supported by the community that's around it. And you know, seeing like even last year, seeing like Bob Villain and uh, you know uh, the Ramonas who are great. The, the old girl Ramones tribute band is just brilliant. I hate tribute bands, by the way, but that's there's there's one or two that get through, and they get through definitely. So. Um, and I think they that, do, and I think their original stuff, their original. I love their their original yeah. material as well, and so lot, because uh, they do both, it kind of gives it that credibility, and and they just do, you know, they do the Ramones songs so well. Yeah. I'm never ever never tired of seeing the Ramones. Absolutely love them. I couldn't believe how many people were. But really I think that, them. I know it was really it busy. Was packed last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are they? Yeah, are they the regulars? first time they played. The- Stage. Oh my god, the first time they played the acoustic stage, you could not move in there. It was, right. you know, people one in, one out. It was mental. <laughs> so, um, I, I was going to ask you, um, given that we've talked about sort of new bands and it not being a seen as a sort of retro festival, that obviously there's I mean, you and I had a big conversation about this when we were sort of putting together some notes before when we knew you were going to come on and. You know, we had some. There's a sort of. We were trying to think of what's the kind of punk scene like now compared to like how it was back in the day when we were all, you know, a bit younger. Well, certainly we us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, we've we we've seen the sort of. There was a doldrum period, perhaps sort of in the noughties, where there wasn't really much going on because there was other things in out there in music land. But just lately, there seems to be a new sort of scene, which is could be called punk, which I suppose is spearheaded a little bit like by the likes of the Sleaford Mods, perhaps Idols as well, but more yeah. the Sleaford Mods when there's this sort of electronic kind of angry protest movement m- m- music with Benefits and Meryl Streak and there's a, a range of other bands, Scrounge and, and a few others. 
Do you see that the future of rebellion is about embracing that kind of new sort of rebe rebellious or you know anti-authoritarian music, that counterculture stuff that seems to be coming through? I think that I think that rebellion is about embracing everything. I'm really, really pleased that there is this new kind of anger and this new anti-establishment vibe. Because let's face it, the world, you know, the country, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, isn't it? It's yeah. shocking. Yeah. And we need, you know, we need the youth to to, you know. To rebel, we need some rebellion oh, because you, you know you that's what it, happened back in the you know the seventies, and now and and to me we need that more than ever. You mm -hmm. know, never mind punks not dead. It needs to be youths not dead. <laughs> we need to you know the young young people need to get passionate again. They need to you know form bands, start fanzines, and all of the, you know that kind of full circle of you know of of rebellion and we will support that as absolutely as much as we can amazing amazing yeah because we know. were going to ask about the whole sort of lgbtq scene as well because there's you know we get contacted by bands all the time and you know we obviously do our try and do our bit to support those sorts of you know those sorts of issues bands like pink suit and, and there's a rock rock sort of punk band witch fever which mm. which we really like on here so you know we're really we, we i mean you're saying what we thought you'd say but you know and it's great to hear that because obviously you know we we love going to watch the uk subs and you know steve ignorant and conflict and that because we love that music but they need i think there's a whole generation out there jenny that you know Certainly, my kids that lived through that COVID debacle, right? And you know they've come out yeah. and, they're, and they're angry now, and they need to convert that anger into an energy which is music or art Absolutely. or poetry, and music, art, creativity, and yeah. they need to. You know, they, we need to support them in that because the you know the education in this in this the education system in this country is not supporting that those creative endeavours. And so we need to. We need to, to absolutely bring on, you know, platforms to play music, to make art, which is my other passion in life. Yeah. And we need to, you know, we need to get that, that younger generation, you know, absolutely back to that point where, they are questioning things because they're not taught to question things in school anymore. No, they're no. taught to, you know, tick boxes and, and you know, satisfy Ofsted and all of that BS. So, you know, the fact that young people are starting to rebel and being amazingly creative and all the rest of it is, that is what we need. Yeah. And, we, and, it, and it's people like yourself that will pull that through. I mean, uh, I can speak from a you know sort of a position of experience. Even music education in this country at higher education level is a complete and utter joke. It's about universities and colleges putting students and selling them a dream that this is the music industry. Come and join. It's not. And it's, it's rubbish. It's an academic course that you'll learn the basics of the music industry. The music industry, yeah. when we grew up, Jenny, was all about, we didn't have mobile phones, we didn't have social media, but we went to gigs and we talked to people. 
we talk, we we just we yeah. communicated through physical media, you know, rather than social but media. You didn't need a university degree. No, university, to, you know, to, to learn how to, to say to... that you, you know, that you could work in the music business. It, yeah. It's rubbish. It's you know, the music nonsense. business always about being hands on, about learning from people that had gone before you, all of that stuff. And it and now you know you can't make the music business academic. No, you, you know you can't force it that pigeonhole, and it's the same with art. I'm um, I'm doing my BA in fine art at the moment, right. and oh my god, I really wish I'd never started. It's absolute, <laughs> it's hell, Jenny. because it is there's nothing art about it. Yeah, Jenny, you and I could talk forever on education and the trials and tribulations <laughs> of it. I'm sure. That's it. You know, I mean. Saying. You get when, my, when my daughter becomes prime minister, I'm going to be education secretary. Brilliant. Well, you do. A oh, bit, we'll you, we'll you, be voting for her. Yeah, well, you, she, she, <laughs> she, do a better job than Gillian Keegan, who's absolutely hopeless yeah. right at the moment. So and, I, I, I've got another question about. Right, sorry. I, no, I've got another question about rebellion. I'm just trying to bring it back right, to right, yeah. you know, which is great. And I, <laughs> but I, I do want to ask some more questions about rebellion. One thing I do want to ask, and I know you've mentioned this in a few other interviews because I've read some of the, the interviews that you've done, but last year you and I really enjoyed the R stage down on the waterfront. We Some of the best bands we saw last year were, were there. I mean, we've got... But really maybe that was because we were music. Yeah, I know, we were cause, <laughs> because we were of that age. But yeah. And also you were really lucky with the weather because it was beautiful weather. And we you, were. Yeah, we, we were. were on the front with a, a couple of beers and... Watching the skids and altered images and stuff, and the it, level it, just yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was really good fun. But then I heard that you're not going to carry on with the R stage uh, this year. So was that? So just we're not doing it. This year. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, because it nearly killed us all. Um, yeah. Coming back after three years, after you know, with COVID and all the rest of the crap, and then doing that, literally, you know, it nearly killed us all. Right. We were so, you know, with such a, um, oh my God, it was, it was such hard work. It was such a feat to put it all together. And, and there were problems, you know, as there is when you do anything for the first time, there were things that we could have done better. And we want to go back to the drawing board with it. Right. And when we do it again, which we, you know, we hope to do it again. But when we do, we want to have, ironed out all of those problems and also be doing it on the back of doing normal rebellion for a couple of years where you know we're back into the swing of it because coming out you know coming back after covid was it was really difficult it's really hard because you know well when we cancelled it in 2020 i was like oh my god i've done this over half my life mm. since I was 27 so I'd spent right. every summer since I was 27 doing a, a summer festival so they're not doing it for well not doing it at all in 2020 and then we did the small kind of party in 21 coming back in 22 was really hard um you know and it was for all of us so I think the fact you that made, it did you made, you made happen over, over and it was it. and it was you know yeah. it was it was um it was good and the majority of people really enjoyed it is yeah no mean feat so i think that you know there are a lot of things that we would do differently and it's kind of it's gone back to the drawing board at the moment but it's certainly not 
off the board. Can I can I say well done, well done for trying because yeah. you're obviously looking Thank at you. issues issues and challenges of doing a bespoke festival and but trying to make it appeal more to the mainstream and how do you do that? That's and, it. And you know, I think that we, you know, I think that we just didn't um I don't think we had that covered. You yeah. know, I don't think that we got that we reached the audience for the bands that we had playing that wouldn't have normally come to Rebellion. So, yeah, I, I think there was a lot of things that, you know, in hindsight we'd have done differently. Um, and, yeah, it was, a, it was a learning curve for mm. us. And, you know, as, as all good things, I think sometimes you've just got to take a step back from them and work out, you know, maybe do something differently. I mean, that's the thing that we've always done with Rebellion is we do things differently and that's why it's amazing. And with our fest, I don't want it to be mediocre. It's got to be, you know, everything that we do. We do it because we're passionate about it and we do it because, yeah, you know, we love the wow factor and we love making people happy. So until we can really feel that that's what we can bring to our fest, then we're just going to sit tight. And who are you? Who are you most looking forward to seeing this year at Rebellion? Oh, this year, do you know, I've got so many. There are so many bands I want to see. I'm going to be parking myself in the RIF. There right. are so so many bands I want to see. I missed the Lambrini Girls um, the other week at Crystal Palace. So I definitely want to see the, the Lambrini Girls. Yeah. Um, but there are yeah. I mean, the RIF stage this year, I have to say, is absolutely banging. Um, the Opera House, obviously, I should be should be in the Opera House loads. Um, and then Saturday night, I will be nowhere else but watching New Model Army. Right, OK. Right, OK. I, I, I have to admit that I'm really looking forward to seeing Steel Pulse. Yeah. What a good yes. What a good yeah. Brilliant yeah. booking. Just brilliant. I'm just really... Absolutely. For people, for people that remember back in the day when Steel Pulse played the, you know, Victoria Park down here yeah. with the, the Clash oh, and Tom yeah. Robinson and stuff like that, you know, they're a band that meant so much to mm. punk and reggae meant so much to punk absolutely. as well. And for you absolutely. guys to have a band like that on is absolutely genius. Oh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And, of course, Darren, you know, is from the black country, but right. went to gigs and put gigs on a lot in Birmingham. In right. um, you know, in the end and stuff. So, Steel Pulse mail means so much to him. So, no, and I'm just going to also do a little reminder to listeners who are you know li- listening to this about uh, and they're interested in rebellion. That just a reminder that it's the third to the sixth of August at the Winter Ballroom it in is. And um, if you haven't got a ticket yet, you get on and get one because mm. you're going to be really missing a treat if you don't get to that. If you're listening to this podcast and you're into all these sorts of bands that we talked about, there isn't really anywhere else you should be between the 3rd and 6th of August than staying in Blackpool in some amusing guest house. Like we <laughs> Live in the dream in a work, workman's hotel. <laughs> uh, we just had such a great time last time, honestly. It was just so much fun. I, I, it's just great. And, uh, and, I, and I read an interview with you. I can't even remember where it was now. It was the week or so ago, and you were, it was the concept of rebellion being being about the whole punk kind of family. I remember Charlie Harper sort of saying mm. about how he just sees so many people, 
you know, it comes around every year and you just bump into people and you see people as a real community. And I think that that really kind of encaptures the whole point of punk. And I know we're all a little bit older and it's, you know, we the bands are playing that have been around for, I mean, Charlie Harper's played, yeah. I, mean, I don't know, he's nearly done them all as me, but, um, you know, it's the, that family and that community spirit, that's what we're talking about when we talk about what's missing and the scene that was there, particularly, you know, I remember and Ewan remembers and you clearly do, that it brought us all together. Yeah. You know, you'd bump into people, that you, strangers, but because they were punks or because they were into the band, you, you had something in common. You were, you were able to talk about, talk to them and it was just that. And that's just so great to see when you're up there for those few days, you know. I, that's what really struck us, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, well, you know, what the other thing that struck me was, I've got to say this, a big respect to your husband, the amount of Cox Barra t-shirts that we see at Rebellion every year, yeah. it's like unbelievable. You must do so well in merch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so well, well done to him. That, that was the big, you know. Yeah, we always play the which t-shirt do we see the most <laughs> competition. <laughs> and it was definitely a Cox Barra one. Yeah. That, it does have been Sparrow and the subs. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Which is all bands that we grew up with, and I see there's a there's a new there's actually a new compilation coming out which Cox Barrow are on, which is I think through Cherry Red, which is about um, uh-huh. oh what's the name of it? I saw it the other week listed, and it's all the bands that came out of that. Some of them are pre punk, but some of them are you know into the seventy six, seventy seven. But it was more really the sort of. Uh, I'm going to say the word boot boys of the yeah. seven, early 70s into, you know... The, well, it's Slaughter and the Dogs. Yeah, I think they're on there as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a good compilation. Check it out, listeners. The, the one thing that interested me most in my research, Jenny, apart from the Wombles, <laughs> <laughs> who is the most wanted band you would have that you haven't had? Oh well, I suppose obviously the Wombles is number one. Hey, come on, you've got to say um, you've got to say something like the Wurzels now. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose if if I had to if I had to pick a number two, it would have to be the Pistols. Right. Yeah. I mean that you know it would have to be. I would I would so love to to have the Pistols at at Rebellion. You're, you're it right. would it would yeah. It yeah, would be a dream come true. You were at Crystal Palace. What did you think? What did you reckon to Generation Six? Oh my gosh, I loved them. Absolutely loved them. Well and done. So just did I. To hear yeah, it was amazing. Steve Jones playing guitar. Just that sound when they first came on, the and he, he played those chords pretty vacant. Yeah. Oh my god, it was like I literally had goosebumps. And I thought Billy Idol just did so well. I just loved yeah. how hard he tried and. Just amazing, amazing. absolutely, and Cookie on drums. Cookie's yeah, just fantastic. Age. You know, Billy at his age still has got that voice that can command the stage. He oh. has got still he's got, got a great, great voice. Yeah, he's amazing, and and of course Tony James on bass was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, well, forgive him for Seek Seek's boot night, but I'll give him Generation X and Sisters yeah. of Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> so I had another I had another question. Another thing that impressed impressed me and well and us when we were there is that you don't have any commercial sponsors. It's not like covered in brands and you know like when you go to Reading and these other festivals, you know you're falling over these 
most mostly awful brands who who are there desperate trying, to try and get into yeah, the community, trying to speak to the Ute. And um, when you get a rebellion, you don't get any of that. Yeah. You just it's just it's pretty clean and kind of wholesome and no bullshit, you know. And and we love that. And, yeah, that's the way we like it. Yeah, I mean, have you been approached by brands and or is it you know they're like, not really? I don't think anybody wants us really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got, got a couple of friends, Jägermeister likers. They they uh, they help us out now and again. And um, oh, I don't know, I've just dropped my glasses. I don't know where the hell I've dropped them. Not to worry. Um, yeah, Jägermeister likers, and um, can't think of anyone else really. <laughs> no, I mean, I just you know, the bars are pretty. Are the bars that you get in the winter ballroom, and you haven't got any big signs up with you know bullshit and and we we thought that was great and uh, yeah. so keep it up i mean i know it's difficult when you you were talking earlier on about the r stage and you, you, you know how hard it was and how much running around you did and and i can imagine that a bit of extra money and you know you can pay for some more people and some more resources and stuff so it must be difficult to kind of balance that keeping it real versus you know <laughs> did we go and sell the bars <laughs> off to Heineken or and you know, I know when when Daryl goes to, we're a, a member of some of an organisation called the Association of Independent Festivals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're probably the smallest festival that they, that, you know, that's part of their community. And when Daryl goes to meetings, you know, people are talking about, you know, oh, our marketing team and our this team and our that <laughs> team, and <laughs> yeah, the three, you know, the three of us. <laughs> that do everything so yeah i mean you know but we manage you know and we always have managed and yes well keep the keep the faith and, and keep, keep, keep doing on, it you know keep doing on it the right before, but work because it's you know because we do it because we love it and and you know and we're mental we just yeah <laughs> we just go yeah yeah i'll be fine i'll be fine <laughs> So, um, uh, okay, well, look, I, I, I'm just going to, you know, say thank you again for, for coming on. And, you know, we're going to be up there, as I said. And, um, oh, yeah, we will come and find you. And, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll yeah, hunt you down. We'll, we'll hunt, hunt you down. Because you, you won't have yes. anything to do. You'll have loads of spare time and you'll, <laughs> you'll need to spend it talking to a couple of drunken herbits like us. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, we, we, we'd love to see you when we were there. And, you know, we're obviously, what we're planning on doing, Jenny, yeah, is... That'd be we're going to do the podcast every day from Blackpool and review the bands that we've seen. Oh, brilliant. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll do, we'll do and, and we've got some, uh, uh, James has set us up with some interviews yeah. with some of the bands, new and old, a mix That's of new fantastic. and old. Oh. So we're going to do them while we're in Blackpool and put them out live. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so, so, so thanks. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, well, we'll keep you posted. We can eat, we'll get, we can send you some updates via our mutual friend James. And um, so, look, okay. what, what I want to do now is before we say finally say goodbye is I, I just want to play a little bit of music to play us out. But we will come back to you. So please just hang on. And uh, as okay. we're as we're all really looking forward to seeing Steel Pulse, I, I'm, I'm going to have to play some Steel Pulse. Are you happy with Steel Pulse? I'm well yeah. happy with that, <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. I really, I really enjoyed well, that. We'll, we'll, we'll be back after this little bit of music. Yeah. Okay.
Well, I mean, just brilliant. I hope they play that when we see them. I think they're, are they on on the on sa- Sunday. Sunday night? Yeah, yeah Sunday, Sunday night. night. Is it? Yes, they're closing the festival on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, just so good. What a great way to close just it. So good. I just can't wait for that. So, yeah, 3rd to the 6th of August, Blackpool Winter Forum. Jenny, you've been absolutely brilliant. brilliant. So interesting talking to you. Really looking forward to seeing you in a, in a, only in a couple of weeks. Well, two yeah, or three yeah. weeks now. So Yes, it's not long now. Uh, it's going to be upon us before we know it. Yeah. Um, absolutely, yeah. Well, let's fingers crossed for the weather as well, because I've yeah. got a new pair of tartan shorts. Yeah. <laughs> sure, we don't need to go over your, your fashion casualties. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hoping I can get into the bloody things. Um, um, okay, well, great. Um, we'll speak. I'm um, no doubt we'll, we'll we'll speak to you again on on the podcast at some yeah. some other Love time because you know um, rebellion is really amazing. dear to us. At rebellion. Yeah, we'll see you Perfect. there. Okay, we're okay. Gonna... brilliant. All right, take care. Thank you. I'm off. See you later. Bye. Bye.